Yes, sir. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. We here. Been a minute. Man. Been living. Been living. GT dropped the album. Yes, sir. Elevation is here, y'all. We're going to talk about that mm-hmm. for sure. And everybody that's been listening, I know. We, we didn't get, quit on y'all. We ain't quit. Everybody my ass in the team, we quit. We ain't quit. Nope. We here. But today it's just me and GT. Yes. Dre, Dre is uh working the Indy yeah. 500. Yeah, he doing the Indy 500. Where he at right now? I don't even. Utah or some shit? No, nah, I think he in Indiana. Indiana? I thought it was like, I thought he told me Utah. That's what I don't know. Oh, you in one of them places with a bunch of white people. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whichever one. That's what it is. <laughs> Definitely. Because Utah definitely a I bunch see, of white people. Yeah, I ain't see none of them in a Utah crowd when the playoffs started. Oh no, I just saw all white folks in there. Niggas was in the concession stand. Yeah, <laughs> you might. <laughs> 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 oh shit, we back talking shit. It yep. might be one black person. It's like E forty at the Warriors game. I mean, Warriors Might got be some black hella team. black people at the Warriors games. Nah, like, I mean, yeah, but it's still... But it'd be a bunch of white people that... But, I mean, that's what all events. It's different than damn Utah, though, for sure. It's white. Yeah. White people there. Denver. It was a few black in Denver, but it was white. This is white. Portland. (laughs) White. Yeah, for sure. Milwaukee. It's blacks, it's blacks there, but them games be looking pretty white. Boston. Milwaukee close to Chicago, so I mean. Yeah. Boston. Pretty white. white. And only a few going to get black. New York definitely got blacks. Yeah. The Lakers. It's the Clippers. Lakers. Sacramento. Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta. D.C. D.C.? Washington, the Wizards. The Wizards. They probably got black people in the crowd. Yeah, they probably do. Yeah, they got that. I hope. I hope they would. Philadelphia. Oh yeah, Philly got black fans. Yeah, Philly be turning up. Toronto be having a pretty diverse crowd too. Toronto different. They got yeah. It ain't even white. They probably Asians and got all kind of shit. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) they got a diverse crowd there. Yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, I feel like all the major cities got the diverse crowd. Detroit, yeah, Chicago, all the teams that's got in the major cities, they diverse. But then the ones in them cities where ain't no blacks, so there ain't no black people there. Yeah, or they just ain't got the bread there. Okay, or you flew or drew, drove there just to see that game because they were playing your favorite team. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. We had to do a podcast, y'all. The playoffs going on. So oh, we gotta, man. We, man. Had to, we gotta get into the playoffs. We gotta talk sports and what's been going on in the playoffs. Dre not here to defend what he been his OKC Thunder either, who he was picked. We already knew. Who he picked. But I just want to start by saying I told all you motherfuckers about Draymond. What'd you say about him? That he was cold. Y'all niggas was talking that shit. <laughs> that motherfucker is the heartbeat of the team. 
I mean, what made you say that? Like from the playoffs, like I ain't. I mean, he Draymond been, ain't been balling the whole playoffs. He been balling, but he ain't like it ain't like he been. If that nigga wasn't on the team, they wouldn't be winning. I don't know about that one. Now. Okay, I don't know. If, if Curry and Durant wasn't on the team, they fucked Durant. They've been winning without him. That because Curry stepped up. Like I said too, as well. I said Curry was the nigga. Curry that nigga, like. But Draymond is as well. I feel like Curry be giving Draymond that credit because you know he what? know that nigga. I, that nigga. I, I was thinking the other day. I, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna start right here because I was thinking the other day, and I was like, you know what? Draymond is a three time champ. He been dead winning before KD got there. Yep. I gotta get a nigga. He gotta get some type of respect. You can't disrespect Draymond. He got three chips. It looks like he's he stepping was major, up. And he was a major part of them chips too. He exactly. So yeah, I mean, Draymond, my nigga. He is, but we know is Kevin Durant, Curry. They don't need Durant. What about Clay? Niggas better put some respect on Clay name. Yeah, Clay too. Clay that nigga. Clay, yeah. you see how he got up and dunked last night? Yeah. Hey, yeah. something wrong with Damian Lillard. He been looking weird out there. He nah. ain't been looking right. Nah, they been playing hella defense on him, boy. Both, like, that last series, too, they was playing hella D on his ass, too. But he ain't, like, his facial and body language ain't been, like. Oh, you think he hurt us on? He got to be. He ain't looking right. I don't know. He ain't got that, like. Yeah, that gangster like he be normally having. Like he, he do, but I think they just been ever since the first series. We take it back the first series of OKC. I think teams is just like the way they're approaching him is just like, all right, we gotta throw everything at him. Let McCullough, let McCullough do that what he motherfuckers do. cold. Let him do what he do, but we just at least stop one of the motherfuckers, and that's Dame. That's who the fuck they chose to like. That's who we gonna stop. Man. But McCullough is just as damn near good. <laughs> like, so it's like, like we got to hey. get one. And they, I guess they choose, like, shit, we, we'll put our bet on stopping Dame. Let's stop that nigga. Let, <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Well, see, the Warriors did last night. Is they stopped. They had both of them off. The Warriors is still a good. Them niggas can play. Iguodala. They still a pretty good defense team. Hey, shout out to Looney. Looney been balling too. Big guy and came in. Looney, man. Hey, yeah. Boogie, you lost your role. Yeah. Boogie, you out of there. Boogie out of there. I think he's going to leave anyway. Probably, but he out of there because they they winning without him. Yeah. KD out of there. Winning without him. Yeah. They got to keep Draymond. Well, can they win the chip play. without him this I year? They, I think they can. All right. So, I right, well, okay, let's go. Let's go to that first series then. Like, what? Is, do you look at Westbrook the same? I've been saying he wasn't that nigga. We got files of that. But he ain't that nigga? That in that time, not in that clutch. Him, Harden, Chris Paul, all them niggas are great players, but they not transcending it like they not them niggas in the crunch time. Is it so? Is that is that triple double like clouding people like uh, them triple doubles? Yeah, those are stats. Yeah, but when it come down to the nitty gritty, is he winning? No. Just because he got all the triple doubles, he ain't better than Clay Thompson. In the grand scheme of the game, and when we look back, you are gonna be like, damn, he had all them triple doubles. But it's like 
Clay Thompson damn near gonna be a full time champion though. He is, but most people will say Westbrook. Is yeah, because because how aggressive he is, he be dunking hard as a motherfucker. Yeah, but it's like nigga can't shoot like Clay. He can't. Nigga don't be clamping up on defense like Clay. Yeah, Clay be clamping niggas. But he can't distribute like Russ. Rebound like Russ. He rebound though. Not like Russ. Russ ain't a winner. So fuck what Russ doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Clay. I want to win. Fuck, True. Fuck all the rebounds and ducks and yelling and shit. Because what did motherfucking, uh, what Curry tell Chris Paul? Make me get off your court, nigga. Yeah. Because Chris Paul kicked him out of the gym. So what'd he do? Kicked his ass Kicked out his the playoffs. Send his ass home. <laughs> He did. Hey, quit fall my guy, but I gotta. I had to admit that the nigga was being a little like a bitch. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna say a bitch. <laughs> nigga shoot every day together. I ain't gonna say a bitch, but <laughs> I'm just saying that whole series. He was. He started off complaining that he stopped, but he wasn't playing like that. And then he the shit. He be now doing... niggas understand why Rondo socked that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> The <laughs> shit like that. That's why Rondo socked that nigga. Nah. Curry Cur- just socked them three pointers. Curry sauced them niggas <laughs> up. For sure. <laughs> that nigga sauced them up. See, we didn't know that them niggas pissed him off. I didn't know that. Afterwards. Yeah. It's like, we didn't know. Like, And he did all that shit in one half. The, the second half. Like, he sauced them niggas up. Hey, this the second year in a row that Jay Harden displayed poor sportsmanship. What'd he do? He walked off the court and didn't shake nobody's hand again. Mm. He did that last season. He did that shit again. Poor, poor sportsmanship. And you, the MVP, yeah. and kids following you, they going to think that shit okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, you might be upset and you want to talk to them niggas later, but that ain't how the game go. Yeah. Michael Jordan didn't let the nigga uh, Isaiah Thomas be on the dream team. Because remember when Jordan and them finally beat them niggas, the whole team left before the time even went off the shit. Yeah. So Jordan and them was like, fuck that nigga. Mm. <laughs> that nigga character, like niggas might be cold at playing, but niggas character and shit be like in questions. Yeah. And like that's two years in a row. He ain't shake them niggas hands when they beat him. He just Is left. Chris Paul shake hands? I think he stayed. he stayed. I think Chris Paul stayed, but... Jay Harden, this is the second year in a row. He just, boom. Yeah. When that shit was over, he just left. Yeah. He ain't shake nobody's hand. Damn. Two years in a row. They was supposed to win that without Durant. Two years in a row, though, he was bad sportsmanship. To, he was supposed to come through. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't. And they can't blame the refs. The refs was calling the shit what it was going to be. And Chris Paul balled that last game for you. Chris Paul hooped that last game. Then Harden didn't show up. Yeah, he not no. You know what? He not a closer. He just not a closer. Cause I was looking. You know the, the regular one? season. Yeah, in the regular season, yeah, he was putting up fifty to win. In the playoffs, he ain't put up he fifty up to 30s. win. Thirties. He wasn't putting up the fifties to win. Up thirties. He should have been putting up the fifties. Twenty points to be counting. Yeah, he should have put up. Like so, that's the playoffs is when the time to go up. Not like if you've been and doing. What did my nigga Draymond do? From the regular season to the playoffs. He do. He go up. But the one nigga who I keep saying and the one team and everybody keep looking like they don't got him is that nigga Kawhi. <laughs> and he that nigga. He went the up in the playoffs. serious. 
I, Paul looked like Kobe the other night. I keep trying to tell niggas. I watched the whole game. He I, looked like Kobe. I keep trying to tell niggas. He was fucking them up the whole series. The whole <laughs> nigga averaged like 38 that series, nigga. And he finna the fuck, what you call it, off too. That gonna be a good one, though. Oh, because they can't hold that other nigga. No. <laughs> Bruh, I, I don't thought, think Golden State can hold that nigga. That's why niggas think if Milwaukee go, they gonna beat Golden State. So who the fuck can play defense? Draymond can't hold that nigga. Bro. I, I can't hold that nigga. I thought niggas could like block the paint, crowded or something. But I'm like, damn, every time I he say they can't. That shit, yeah, like, every time I say they can't, that niggas just do that shit. I'm like, I don't know. I gotta give it to cuz. I mean, Looney gonna try. I don't know. That nigga, I think that nigga just gonna try. I think that nigga just stronger than them niggas. Like that he on nigga. them PEDs. They didn't test his blood because that nigga was skinny as a motherfucker. He come back, say he gained 100 pounds. Bro, that nigga and he got muscles. And grown mid. This nigga got muscles everywhere. And he don't look that like he not bigger than Embiid. Yeah, he is. Nah, he not, nigga. Like, like, be naturally whip, bigger. Like, yeah, like weight, body whip, but muscle, like that nigga. Debo and all them niggas. I don't know. Kawhi was Debo and that nigga Embiid. Kawhi different though. That nigga. What's it call it? Ben Simmons weak. <laughs> and his necklace weak. His necklace. On side note, he had, a, he had a big ass uh, iced out kangaroo. Oh. <laughs> like I, I get it he why he Australia. got it. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I get why he got it, but you don't yeah. need that big ass kangaroo. It's an iced out kangaroo. Big. Yeah, that's a weird. Ass. Like that motherfucker, like this big. Wow, that, I'm like that. Man. Come on, if that if it was little and shit, yeah, like, like he should do like a little. Like yeah. it would have been like for sure. That's proper, but he got like the big ass one. Like you ain't hooping like the that, big my 3D nigga. motherfucker. Yeah, like come on, my nigga. That's gotta get shit. Like that ain't it. That ain't it. Yeah. You don't hit enough shots to wear a chain that big. No sir. That's that old Floyd Mayweather shit. Like that huge. Yeah. Come on, Ben Simmons. That chain weak, nigga. If it was smaller, that should be cool. Look, man. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta hit more shots than that to wear a chain that big. He definitely do. Like, Man, look, hey, this is why I say this: the playoffs, best championship, the best finals sports. Man. Period. Yep. We seen Dame hit a shot. Ooh, and hit them niggas with the bye, bye, bye. One of the meanest shots ever. <laughs> ever like one of the meanest shots, like. In George's face, like from damn near half court. Damn near, but like regular jump shot. And I'm watching it. I'm watching these games and I'm like, ooh. And I'm watching Toronto. I'm at my mom's crib. Hey, my, mom got, like, my mom like, what's going on? I'm like, man. I'm like, this nigga just. And I, I look, the, the crazy, I text my brother right before the last, last play. I, I saw him. you posted that. I text him. I'm like, nigga, Kawhi about to hit this buzzer. Like, that niggas ain't going. Because I know he liked that. I already yeah. know he liked that. He bringing that bitch home. I was standing by the TV. I had just, yeah. like, I was walking out of the kitchen. And so I stood there by the TV. Man, I did the Macaulay Coke, nigga. <laughs> oh, oh, nigga. <laughs> He's he different, bro. Because I told Lauren, I was like, oh, this shit about to go to overtime. Nah, I'm like, no. I'm like, he like, ain't going uh, to Because I seen how the game, like, Philly is playing. Like, they keep tying that bitch and coming back, taking the lead. I'm like. They the one if they went to overtime. I'm like, sure. he, he not like, going that. to no fucking <laughs> overtime, bro. 
Like, think about it. He dribbled past Ben Simmons. Then Embiid helped. Seven foot one tried to block at that shit. And he, he was still up there hit too. That motherfucker. He, like, he, he got air on that bitch. That's man. what I'm saying. He had seven one try to block it and over that nigga. He knew it was a good bounce too because I oh, dropped down and like, oh shit, that bit bounced right. That was some movie shit. Iconic. First game seven buzzer beat in history. I ain't know that. Yeah, that's my. I thought Jordan hit game seven, but he ain't never. He went never went to game, game seven. seven. Yeah, and Kobe's was in regular season games yeah. or shit like that. Oh, he had playoffs. That damn uh, Phoenix. He sent them niggas. He definitely. What was that? That wasn't game seven. Nah, it was like a game five or, five six. or six. Yeah, like he definitely. Sent yeah, them that man. one way he did the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. He, he did that shit. That was that Amari Stoudemire Nash team. Yep. 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 With Rajah Bell. Mm-hmm. He used to always try to decover you up. Mm-hmm. The nigga sent them home. Matter of fact, with two buzzer beat, I think he went, oh, he hit the one to send it in overtime, then to beat that bitch in overtime. Like, that's some dappy shit too. Mm-hmm. But that Kawhi that shit. Kawhi was nasty. <laughs> over their best two players. Like he man. did to their best two players. And Got didn't he have 41? 41. <laughs> Got my man's out there crying. He was in a different mode. That was a different Kawhi because he don't take that many shots. Not like that. He nigga shot like take forty this times. Bitch over. Yeah, he came out like I am. I'm shooting this bitch with un. He was on some Kobe shit. That's he what I say. He looked like Kobe. Like, he the only nigga to shoot like forty shots unconscious. Like but, James Harden be doing it in the season, but but you realize James Harden didn't shot forty sometimes. Yeah, you didn't realize that Kawhi had shot that many times. Cause, yeah, because he don't shoot that many times like that. He was in some like nah, like I'm I'm willing us to a win. Yeah, like we gotta do this. Like he did that shit. Like and if I'm gonna put my money on anybody in the rest of the playoffs, I'm putting it on that nigga. He can't whoop Golden State. This is my take right here. He might whoop Milwaukee, but he can't whoop Steph now. I'm about to give you a take right here. I'm about to tell you why Kawhi is the best player in the league. He's the best player in the league. Because? Because Kawhi is, name me another player in the NBA that's a star on defense and offense. It ain't nothing. It's only one person. That's a star on defense. He the best on defense. So when you're, I'm playing in the game, damn, I gotta try scoring this the, nigga. Because the second is Clay Thompson. I yeah, I gotta try to. Clay sp- Thompson is the second one. Kawhi's mm-hmm. one, but Clay Thompson's second. So yeah, so with Clay and they, so look, I gotta score on this nigga, which is hard. God damn, this nigga giving yeah. me a hard time. I'm a score, but god damn, this nigga giving yeah. me a hard time. Now I got to run back down the field and guard and this, nigga. this nigga. Oh, my God. So that's two stars. He, he's two stars. It's only really. two people I can think of. It's him and Clay. He's two stars. And Clay don't give you consistent. He ain't the top gunner. He's well, because he don't have to, but Clay hit you with 30 in a one yeah, quarter. he can, but he like, ain't the <laughs> top gunner like Kawhi. Like, every, he yeah, the every number play. one priority. That's if, like, oh. Steph was him. Yeah. Then it would be like that. Ain't no other player like that nigga in the league. That's why I think he's the best player. I think he caused a problem. Like a couple years ago, when the Spurs, when the year when he got injured, he was beating the shit out of the Warriors by like thirty. Yes, nigga, yeah. with Durant, I think. Nah, that was the Durant, one before well, Durant. The best team that nigga was beating. Because that was out of them. wasn't that the year that LeBron beat them. Yeah, he was beating their ass. They wasn't gonna make it. Yeah, LeBron beat them. That's the one when LeBron got the yeah. blocking shit. 
Yeah, so think about how much problems he was causing them niggas. Just him, like they got. Well, goddamn. I knew LeBron wasn't the best though, mug. When I he couldn't get whatever shot he wanted. LeBron hey. can't get any shot he want, like KD. And that nigga was the blind stopper, best True. player in the league. KD, Giannis, and Kawhi are the only people in Steph that can get whatever shot they want. Yeah, that's true. And and the people are right about Steph. He has been disappearing a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So this is a good time that he's showing remind niggas. Like he like, happy that uh, he ain't happy, but it's he good that Durant ain't there to let him like do yeah. his thing, especially with that shit with his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing all that talking, but he made a statement. He came out. Nah, and I know, like, he, he, and I saw the full clip. I mean, the full clip ain't changed shit to me. I seen it too, but I well, mean, because it puts it in perspective. She's sitting with his mama and sister, but the mom is like, "You only need to. You don't need to be worried about." No, her. but she's saying because you're not paying attention to it, right? So it's like, yeah, people are hitting on you. You just not looking at the shit, yeah, you're because not it ain't more. like, yeah. But I understand, like, because I talked to my wife about it. It was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. it ain't that you looking for nobody to do that. It's just if you used to having people hit on you or whatever, you being young from middle yeah. school on, and then it's like nobody saying shit to you ever again. It's like, damn, did you fall off? Or, yeah. And it ain't that you looking for it. It's just like people know you, so they ain't they just giving you that respect. Like, they ain't going to disrespect Steph. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, basically, men respecting her marriage, her and Steph's so marriage. So she should be happy about that shit. Yeah, because niggas look at Steph and like, yo, we ain't even bothering Steph's wife. Like, yeah. like he gonna get groupies. He's a star. He famous. So she got to look like she. You not gonna get that shit that he get. Like, oh, not at all. <laughs> that nigga is impossible. Yeah, like he gonna get that shit. He can't even stop that shit. Like, he gonna get that. Yeah, people be throwing pussy down in his lap like a uh, kickoff in the NFL. Yeah. And if she, <laughs> yeah, if she winning her DMs, this niggas in that mother. But I don't think she'd draw that type of nigga anyway, though. I don't think she'd attract that type of nigga that be in that nah. bitch like, damn, what's up with them draws and shit? They yeah, ain't coming nah. at her like that. We ain't respecting you. She ain't that even that type yeah, of. Yeah, they ain't looking at you like that. Like, let me come at her. Like, you're in a whole marriage. And you definitely ain't that type of woman. Like, yeah, but you open the door, niggas in there now. With yeah. that, niggas definitely gonna fuck around and play with it now. Like, oh, yeah, what? but they more playing. Yeah, they playing. Like, ain't nobody. Then, like, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it definitely ain't throw self off his game. That nigga been balling ever since. At first, I thought it did. <laughs> yeah. That first half, for it was half. like, oh, for shit. For a half, she did it. But that fourth quarter, that nigga was like, nah, this shit over. That nigga was So crazy. did that nigga do the Tom Brady? In the fourth quarter? He did. He was like, everybody was like, where you like at? The inter- like, the internet was about to get him and his wife. They was going to be the dual face meme. It was. And that nigga... Yeah, he was. He did the Tom Brady in Atlanta. That nigga was left, right, left, right. <laughs> in your face shot, nigga. Like that nigga definitely did the Tom Brady. He did. Steph, man, that nigga's a legend. He is. He, he cemented. Yeah, he cemented already. So it's like niggas like Russ and all of them. Like nigga can't jump out the window for them niggas. Yeah, I think yeah, cause Russ, I gotta take him. What Dame did to him, that was sick. Like you. 
dang, like you beating your chest after every shot and shit, nigga. In the season, he telling this nigga, I've been giving it to you for years. I've been beating that ass for years. Damn, who the fuck this nigga talk? He had the ball on that nigga. Like, this nigga talking to me crazy. He was talking bad to Buddy. Yeah, like, he talking to a nigga crazy. Beating his chest, screaming in his face. Like, you ain't fucking with me. Like, this nigga, dang, was lighting that nigga up. <laughs> Man, he was lighting that nigga Light up. his ass up. I was like, God damn. He needed to, though. And I put him above him now. He he chose he better than you. Like, one of the nigga, I don't care what you do in the season. If a nigga, when you play versus one nigga, he showed that I'm better than you. I think that's why Embiid cried the way he did. Yeah. Because it was like, damn, this nigga showed that he better than our team. Yeah. He did. Game seven, one on our team. Like, they, yeah. he wasn't nobody else doing shit. Mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry did a few things, but. Yeah, he wasn't. That nigga beat their team by himself. Yeah. And them niggas was playing pretty good. They was. And he hit some shots down the stretch. Like. That's why I'm like, Jimmy Butler hit some big shots. So, Butler. the fact that this nigga beat their whole team by himself. He does that. That's what I'm saying. It's the best player on the That's league. why that He's nigga boohoo though, because it's like we did everything we could, and one nigga beat our team. He shot it in the nigga face, and he hit it the game winner you. with me extended in his. We gave them everything we could, and that nigga still beat us. Pause. That nigga beat seven one. He couldn't block that shit. That nigga shot that shit with his fingertips, nigga. Like, that nigga hand was right here. Like, he was there. Like, it was nothing there. He, that nigga shot the shit with his fingertips, bro. That's different. Like, like that nigga about to be on the Drake pedestal in Toronto. If he win, like, if he get to the finals, he on Drake status oh, yeah. in Toronto. I already had that. Never he thought. got hurt. He, he got hurt. Y'all felt like, no, oh, that nigga got show me. I'm like, that nigga already showed me when he beat LeBron and how he was beating the Warriors. Like. This nigga if, different, bro. If that nigga beat Giannis and you take the Raptors to the finals and at least take it to six games, if I was him, I wouldn't leave Toronto anyway. I wouldn't. Uh, fuck it. I'll stay there. Nigga got to come play with me. We ain't even ever see a star like this. And he only reason he ain't star star is he don't be doing all the other shit the other stars do. That's like, why he need to stay in Toronto. He don't do the fucking Because you ain't coach. gonna be in the limelight. You can just play and beat niggas. He don't do the commercials. He don't... He got, what, New Balances? Yep. You bringing back cornrows. Cornrows. The straight back daddies, too. Yeah, like, niggas ain't even wearing cornrows. That nigga wearing cornrows. Still. Fresh first, ones, too. It's like the first time this nigga showed emotion. I was surprised. This nigga screaming on it. Like, I'm like, you gotta react to that shit, nigga. You just hit that shit. If that nigga ain't react, I'm like, nah, nigga. That nigga a robot. I'm a robot, nigga. Like, come on, bro. This nigga hitting shot, Dane Walker. Dane could walk off because Dane does that. He did that shit before, like, nigga. To Houston. Yeah, he did that shit before. You gotta. Kawhi, that nigga. So, have we seen the end of the LeBron James era? Yes. Damn. Cause KD was the next nigga. He was the next top nigga. Next ball. He was line, balling, the yeah. best balling in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, he was. After Pat Beverly, he did whatever. He, after that, he was start fucking everybody up. <laughs> but I it, think they need KD for the finals. They don't need KD to beat Portland. So if KD can wait 
the whole Portland series and only play in the finals. Portland might get sweet. That's what I'm saying. Without KD. Yes. They can get swept without KD or Boogie. The way they playing Curry last night is insane. Oh, man. Off of the pick and roll, this nigga way back there. Like, that's how you're going to guard that nigga at the three-point line? You gonna In his canter, that's how y'all want to guard him? You're going to stand back there? I mean, they going to make an adjustment, but then Clay going to go off. But I don't know. The coach just sat there and said, like, oh, they trapped him last series. What he do? He still shot that bitch. Yeah, we ain't playing up on him. Nigga don't know what to do now. You got to just play, nigga. Trap that nigga than just let the nigga shoot like But then you going to trap him and they going to swing that motherfucker. Draymond and them ready, nigga. Swing that bitch. Iguodala ready, nigga. They showing it. Them niggas ain't the best three-point shooter in history. Shit. Clay is. Not like Curry. Shit, he right up there. I don't care, nigga. I'm gonna go with everybody. Yeah, but the they they gonna have to prove it. It's like, yeah, <laughs> Iguodala gotta prove he can shoot that bit like that. Draymond. But that was Houston's thinking. And what did he do? He stepped up. What a champion does. He did. He stepped up. So I'm like, I just think them niggas got the heart of the champion. They do. They coach is a fucking champion. Well, they play. They play. Fundamentally so. Yeah, they play the game better. Because you look at Houston, they were just jacking up threes. They played like an AAU team. Well, they could have scored two points and had that bitch closer. They were just jacking that shit up. I'm like, why you ain't took the two? Well, yeah, Curry and them go pick, screen, pass. pass, pass, pass. Rebound. Like, think about when Clay dropped, like, 40 or 50 quarter. Like, the nigga only took three dribbles. The whole game. <laughs> like, this nigga took yeah, three dribbles. Pass, pass, Yep. Screen. That uh, shit that played the right happen. way. Yep. James Harden take, like, 100 dribbles a game. <laughs> like, it's like 100. This yeah. nigga, like, I don't got to do all that work you do They proved they can't whoop them niggas either. Who, Houston? Yeah, they can't whoop them Nah, niggas. they can't. You can't whoop them niggas without KD. You damn sure can't whoop them with that nigga. Nah. <laughs> and Portland might have get swept. With, without KD. Yeah. I don't know. They might get you one in Portland. They yeah, yeah maybe like one in Portland. They going to ball out one They'll game. get like one good one where they both have like 40 apiece. Yeah, they going to ball out one But game. other than that, they going to get their ass whooped. For, what, 4-1? Shit, they might win next game. But it's going to be 4-1. They ain't going to win two games. They can't beat them niggas twice. Nah, they play too good defense. Yeah, and Draymond be yelling at them niggas. They be scared. Yeah, yeah, them niggas. <laughs> so yeah, I'm 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 letting y'all know now. I'm taking I'm ta- I'm riding with Kawhi. I, I just to win it all. Yeah, I don't see even with. No, I don't think nobody can whoop the uh, the Warriors. I think Kawhi. It ain't been a three piece since the Lakers, and before that, it was the Bulls that that the coach was a part of. It ain't been no three-peats. Nigga, history always be winning, nigga. Like, and I feel like history ain't going to change. It's going to make their legend that much bigger because they're going to be like, nigga, and we whoop Kawhi. And but we it, whoop Harding. And we whoop Damian Lillard. Like, they're going to be able to say they whooped all the coldest niggas in their final three-peat of their legacy. If the Bucks win. And we whoop Giannis. They're going to whoop them too because then KD them going to be back. Yeah. That could be good, though. That'd be good. KD will be back because there's no answer for him. Nah, yeah, there's no answer. Ain't no answer for Steph. I mean, they could put Bledsoe. Giannis on or Bledsoe on the nigga, but then Clay going to go off. Mm-hmm. They a little, they got, but the people, they, they they match up better, though. They match up a little better, I, but I feel like they ain't got no answer for Steve, uh, 
Livingston, Iguodala, and Draymond is the key of a Milwaukee series. I, I want to say this about Iguodala too. He one of the best players of in, all in, time. Yeah, he, he like he's so he does everything right when he's on the court. You not pay attention. He made the right pass, mm-hmm. the right shot, play defense on the best player, hit the three when you need it. Like that nigga him, one of the best players in the Emirate. Like him, Robert Ory, Shane Battier. I put him over them. Robert Ory got him with the like hitting the shot when it matters, but Rick Fox. Robert, that nigga handling the rock too, like Iguodala. Like handling the rock. Like Hit taking shots. down the floor. Yeah, like that nigga is one of the best players. No, like, but think about the type of people I'm naming. Yeah. Shane Battier, Iguodala, yeah. Robert Ory, uh shit. All them type of niggas. They they the one they those kind of players. Rick Fox. It ain't a lot of niggas that's that type of player. They're just a great teammate. Mm-hmm. You had them on your team, you're going to do well. Yeah. Ain't a lot of champions. It yeah. ain't a lot and of he, niggas that champions. He won a finals MVP. It's it a reason a for that. Yeah. That nigga, he different. But all right, let's move to uh, the lottery happened last night. Man, I watched that whole shit, too. <clears throat> that's a, man, that shit janky. You think so? I thought the Lakers had some action. Nah, oh, nah, we ain't lose enough. <laughs> we ain't lose man, enough. The Pelicans, man, they best player don't want to play for them niggas. They in the best position, though. Shit, we lose a down number one from here. And we then we gonna, yeah, we gonna lose again with that motherfucking use him up and fuck his career up. Yeah, he but, gonna be the new Larry Johnson. How many of y'all remember Grandmama? <laughs> UNLV representing, Vegas representing, but Larry, Larry Johnson. Johnson. That's what your Zion going to be, the new Larry Johnson. You think going to be that? He going to be the new Larry Johnson. I don't know. Watch what I tell you. Everybody that was, everybody that ever been held to his status coming in the NBA has proved. Who? LeBron? Yeah. That's it. No, nigga. Everybody that has ever had that much hype in the history. Who else had that much hype? He laughed like so Jordan didn't have that much hype coming out of college into the NBA. LeBron, the only nigga that had that kind of hype. Nah, uh, who? What's the number one? AI bro? created his hype. He did, but goddamn Carter. Who? Not Vince. Nah, he had that hype coming out. Shit. Who the fuck? Because uh, ain't too many people had that hype. Garnett, LeBron. I think Garnett had that hype. LeBron is the only one. LeBron. Period. That's why he in the GOAT conversation. He the only nigga that ever had the hype and lived up to it. KD had hype. He went, KD he had, went, had coming that kind out of hype. Cops. Nigga wasn't thinking about that nigga like, like LeBron. Not like LeBron, nah, nah. Zion the only nigga like LeBron where it was like, yo, who the fuck is this? Like, Yeah, I think he'll prevail just by his athleticism. I think he gonna get hurt. His first year, I think he's going to have a lot of adjustments because I don't know what position. The thing, Larry Johnson was cold in the NBA as well as college, but then, like, he hurt his back. Yeah. He was never, like, the same. Because think about it. When an athletic-type player like that that do all that dunking and shit, when they lose their athleticism, what can they really do beyond that? I think he... I think now he... going to start shooting threes? No, nah, I think he's going to be shooting them from the beginning because he... Look, he 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 was bullying those guys, but he ain't about to go in the NBA and bully them 
he ain't gonna be playing that center Giannis position. Does, though. Now that nigga plays though, like most of his in college, most of his points was like turn around, dunk, close to the basket. Yeah, that's all Giannis does. But he's way shorter than Giannis. Like that nigga ain't that tall. But that nigga jump way he higher do. than all these niggas. He definitely like, do. That nigga jumps high. He definitely do. How many niggas you think he gonna poster this season? He gonna post us. He gonna get some give things. a number. I ain't gonna go too high. I'll say he gonna post. I'll say five. That's it. Yup. I ain't giving him that many. I'm posts. giving that motherfucker twelve. <laughs> twelve. You see how he was dunking on them niggas in Duke and in high school. NBA different. He finna keep the same trend. He finna poster <laughs> them old niggas. Why? NBA different. He finna poster them niggas. Yeah. He the only attraction in in what you call it. He got eighty two games. He de dunking on twelve niggas. Yeah. Eighty-two games. That motherfucker's dunking on twelve people. I mean, twelve ain't a big. That's cool. He's twelve. He might get. 12. I'm gonna give him about twelve. Like, ooh, that nigga gonna be like Blake Griffin. Dazo. I think he'd be better. He gonna be good. He gonna post to some niggas. He gonna win the dunk contest. He gonna go and do like Vince Carter did that year. He won the dunk contest when niggas was like, "Oh my goodness." He gonna go do that and win the dunk contest this year, but then after that, he gonna. I mean, it's up to him if he won't gonna reach Kawhi status or Bron status. I don't KD see his status. game being like you that. See I it. see the flair of all the Showtime, yeah. but I don't see the yeah transcending the game like LeBron or KD or Kawhi and all that shit. I don't see that. Like I think Joel and B got so hurt. That he gonna go to that status next year because he's already beasting. But I think he's so hurt. He got to show me in the playoffs. He was balling in the playoffs. He just wasn't he healthy. He was kind of sorry the last two games. He wasn't games. healthy. Yeah, that's what stopped him. Well, you got to spend the money to get healthy. Yeah, he need to get healthy. You need to go talk to LeBron. Mm-hmm. You know that'll be a good trade. Ben Simmons for LeBron. LeBron will Embiid and Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris. That's too many. They gonna win for sure. The white nigga. That's too Reddick. many. That's too many dogs right there. <sighs> I think they could go do it. They can. And but, Ben Simmons only twenty two, so LeBron thirty five. But LeBron don't want to move. Nah. His family and shit. I think B get healthy. I think they're gonna give him the fire to get healthy, and he gonna dominate. If LeBron was on their team, them niggas be hard. Oh yeah, that'd be hard. He gonna push them niggas to be better. Man, but Le- I th- LeBron need to leave. If he, if LeBron, if you want to win a championship again, you better get the fuck off the Lakers. Look, Lakers got the fourth pick. Lakers gonna be sorry. Nah, for we the got rest the fourth all. pick. Give Bucks another pick, the fourth pick for Anthony Davis. The Something Bucks. like that gonna happen. No, not Bucks. The fuck Pelicans. New Orleans. Something like that gonna happen. Somebody's gonna give them another pick. Oh, so like the Lakers for Anthony give them the Davis. fourth pick, you get the Anthony Davis, and then y'all so go now get you got person. two prospects, and you gave Anthony Davis for two top prospects, and probably another playoff day team. Oh, because if they do that, then Pelicans can get the Duke the, players, the yep. combo. Mm-hmm. They can get Zion Barrett. and his friends, mm-hmm. RJ Barrett or the John Morant guy. No, let John Morant go to Memphis. And get Barrett, and now you got Barrett and motherfucking Zion yeah. to start your franchise. 
That'll be big time. Something like something gonna happen. They gonna trade up like somebody that might to, be big time right there to get Anthony Davis. Somebody <laughs> gonna. If I was the Lakers, I'd do that. Cause I don't think Kyrie stand. Oh, if they had Kyrie Davis and LeBron, and 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 they'll beat Steph now. Scary Terry leaving. He already went on there and talked yeah, shit. Yeah, he talked that big shit. Like, like fuck y'all niggas. Yeah, I can't ball in there. Too many niggas. Ooh, if he played with LeBron, he'd be tough. Mm-hmm. Scary Terry in L.A. It'll be interesting. Oh, you might be right. LeBron might need to stay in L.A. Yeah, he, he might as well. He there. Because what's it called? After you do that three-peach, you don't keep on winning. They'll be good. Oh, talk about Warriors? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Because KD going to leave. Yeah, if he leave, I don't know if they win. I no. think Boogie going to go to L.A. He gonna play with LeBron. He gonna yeah, take the veteran minimum. Boogie. He gonna take the veteran minimum play in LA with LeBron. Yeah, he gotta stay healthy, bro. Yeah. But we can use him for yeah, definitely. Need some help. Scary Terry, Boogie, LeBron, AD, Kyrie. But Kyrie wouldn't go with Scary Terry. They don't get along. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want Kyrie. Fuck Kyrie. Yeah, I think they about to blow Boston up. I'd rather get um Clay. Clay. I'll take Clay shit. Yeah, Clay, yeah. AD, LeBron, Scary Terry. Mm-hmm. We'll be whooping niggas then. Yeah. Now you got a real team. Mm-hmm. But Lakers got a bunch of idiots in the front office <laughs> right now. So they ain't thinking like that. Yeah, we got uh I I, I ain't mad at Frank Vogel. Kyle Kuzma. Jason Kidd is assistant. I'd keep Kyle Kuzma. I'd even keep Lonzo. Oh, yeah, definitely keep Kuzma. i keep Lonzo, too. Lonzo, Lonzo yeah. can play, mm-hmm. but i get rid of all the rest of them. I hate, I, I don't hate, <laughs> I dislike Ooh. Ingram's game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nah, I agree. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate him. I just dislike the yeah, game. Yeah, you like, get rid he, of him. He ain't good. Get rid of his ass. He don't got it. Nope. Could have kept my boy D. Russell. God damn it. No, fuck snitch boy. Man, come on. This stupid bitch couldn't even get put the weed in the right thing. Uh, How you gonna put weed in the, something that you gotta throw away? You can't have liquids on a fucking plane, dummy. He may, he made me mad when I saw that. I'm like, damn, bro. Yeah. You put the weed in the one thing you gotta throw away before you yeah. go through TSA any fucking way. The one thing they gonna be like, yo, nah, let me you see that. You could have just put the weed in your backpack regular, and they'd let your dumb ass go by. Mm-hmm. Or just go and put it in your luggage. Like they don't check your luggage. Fuck no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's a dummy. We don't need him on our team. He's a dummy and a snitch. Yeah. You a snitch and a dummy. Y'all fuck. And it's Arizona, too. Like, you got to get on the plane with a fucking Arizona can and see, like... First off, if I was TSA, I'd have looked at that dummy like, bitch, you still drinking Arizona teas? That's why we ain't winning no games. The rest is dumb fuck. You drinking dollar teas, bitch? You supposed to be drinking, be drinking kombucha and shit like that right now. Your stupid fucking ass drinking one dollar iced teas. That's why we fucking losing. Oh, and you got some weed in here? Oh, the rest is dumb bitch. I was like... <laughs> For real. <laughs> that nigga's a dumb fuck. Uh, that nigga definitely had weed in there. He could have put the weed in his back. He could have. He could have put that shit in his pocket. He could have. And they didn't let his dumb ass go by. Mm-hmm. He ain't a player that I want on my franchise running shit. 
He can't run point. He can't run the hose to the goddamn hotel room. Cause he, <laughs> the, the, the motherfucker's a dummy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's dumb. Yeah, that's dumb. Like he couldn't be an intern. They the Luther would have fired his dumb yeah, ass too because he wouldn't have got the orders right. Yeah, that was dumb. And then he would have snitched on a nigga if I'd have got too many sauces or something. Damn. <laughs> yeah, he, that's dumb. We should have kept Julius Randle. Yeah. Out true. of all that bunch of them niggas, he true. was good. True. But and we should have kept Lou Williams. <laughs> yep. Oh damn. <laughs> See, dumb fucks on the Lakers, man. How do we know this shit? And they don't. Yeah. But I guess it might be budget reasons and shit like that why they make the nah, dumb they don't see decisions. the value. Yeah. They definitely don't see the value of Lou Will if you let Lou Will go. And he two times six man of the year? Yeah, I don't give a fuck if you ain't starting that nigga. Let that nigga come off the bench and do what he do. That's motherfucking uh, clean 20 off the bench right there, oh, nigga. Look, here you go. <laughs> 20. Let's get 20 points off the bench. Nigga, put that insert Lou Will. Give us 20, goddamn. Damn, so maybe LeBron need to go to the Clippers. Man. I don't know, but shit. Let's, we we can move on. Uh, all right, shit. You dropped your album, Elevation. Let's get into that. Oh, man. Elevation out, man. 11 tracks. Ear love. Years of hard work. Hell yeah, man. Shit. When, when you started it? This is giving people. Well, I started the actual. I had the name Elevation since 2012. Yeah. And I always fuck with that name. And I actually recorded the title track Elevation in my apartment in Vegas in Logic. That's the same vocals that's on the album. Oh, that shit was in, in 2012? In 2012. Elevation. Damn. That's the only song from that time that I have. And then everything else I recorded once I got to Atlanta and started recording again, like in 2016. I started recording again from 2012. I didn't record for like four years. Yeah, I damn. That's like my favorite joint on there, uh, Elevation. I recorded that. The vocals is the vocals I recorded in Logic back in 2012. Yeah. I just put that shit in Pro Tools now, and I built the beat over time. Yeah. and But the vocals and shit was the vocals from 2012. Okay, okay. On that song, and yeah, and then everything else was shit that I did in the last couple years out here in Atlanta. But you you always knew it was going to be elevation. an album, like yeah. an Elevation album. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. man. 11 tracks on there. Yeah, it's like all different type of flavors. Uh, you got live instruments on there? All live instruments throughout, no samples. I really wanted to give the people like a ride, like an experience of going from real niggas never die all the way to praying grandmother. Like it basically takes you on like a, a journey of elevating, like from just being like a regular real nigga to like being a businessman. And being like a stand-up man to then getting your passport together and going out of the country. Then from going out of the country, you go start doing big biz. Yeah. Then when you're doing big biz, you have a good feeling. Mm. When you got that good feeling, then niggas start partying. When yeah. you're partying, you start rolling up the best smoke, and you can only get that shit on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> <laughs> then when you roll up that best smoke, then that love come down one time. And then after the love come down, then you start elevating. 
Then after elevation, you start seeing the signs. Then after them signs, then God, please forgive them a nod name. <laughs> people pocket watching. I like that. I like that. Yeah. People pocket watching. Why you want to pick yeah. off my plate? Man, them niggas chatty patties. <laughs> Spread love out of blind hat. Blind hate, having free thought. They want the black man to stay safe. Yeah. For real. But that shit real, because then I say, uh, how you ostracize, paint you pra- crazy like, like Kanye. Kanye, I'll cash you in a big way, go hide like Andre. Yeah. So it's still giving up a big boy and Andre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, give them niggas mm-hmm. them bars, man. Then yeah. after that shit, then we going to take that shit to the sky. And then after that shit, when grandma was already praying, that's why we was able to take it to the sky, man. Like, so it's like all like linked together in a story of elevating. And really, I wanted to show people that I could do each kind of song that you could think of. Yeah. It's every kind of song on there. Because, of course, I could have made hella up in this, this party, but for this story, it had that showcase that I could have every kind of song. Yeah. But then, like, on my next shit, I, I might want to party a little more or have more up-tempos temp, up and shit like that. But for this one, yeah. I, I wanted it all to, like, connect to basically the song elevation, everything was built around that one song. And then I went out from there. Cause it's like, really, it hadn't been any three verse songs in a hell of a long time. And it's funny cause those three verses was done over time, really. Mm -hmm. Even in Vegas, like first the song, I had two verses on it. Then I switched a verse and then I ended up adding another third verse at the end. Yeah. And then made it just like a three-verse rap because niggas don't really be doing those too much. Yeah. Like Pusha T and Nipsey and people like that was hitting niggas with them three verses, but mm-hmm. not many other people give you three verses. Yeah. We had the release, first release uh, in Vegas. Mm-hmm. That was a uh, that was a moment right there. Yeah, no, that shit was epic because that place was like the first major studio that me and my boy Tree was ever worked like that's how we learned about big studios and shit mm-hmm. like we remember when that studio was like upstairs in like a printing press factory yeah they had like equipment in an above shit like back in like the early 2000s yeah and we shit that's how we met Bonsai Caruso was at that same studio they commissioned him to come out and help them build the studio. Yeah. Over over 10 years ago. Like they came out to have him like build it from above the factory and make that building yeah. a full studio. So mm-hmm. when he flew out, he helped them build that shit. Oh. And then now the owners are the people that are Ozzy Osbourne's like yeah. people. That's why I got all them type of plaques in there now. But Bonsai basically built that shit. Oh, with damn. Bobby Ferrari. Bobby Ferrari and Banzai built that whole yeah. hideout because it used to be called Odds On Recording. But that's really like damn. how we started making music in yeah. Vegas and shit outside of our parents' bedrooms. And right. Shit. Like oh, yeah, we would damn. go there. And so it felt good to have my shit back there because usually we record at the Palms. Right. But it was cool to go there and bring it all the back full, full circle. Like, all right. This is yeah. my first album. This is what we first learned about real equipment and shit was at this place. And just give the stu- the city some a feeling like a real release party, like a real major artist 
but independently. Yeah. So we had it in uh, an environment people never been in and seen no studio like that, especially people that ain't into music. They don't really go in the studio, so they don't understand that shit. And then to have like the mock passports, because so many people never even had a passport. Yeah. That ain't like in the military or got family abroad or shit like that. They don't really go nowhere. So I wanted to give niggas like the feeling of you, you about to go on a journey somewhere you didn't, you never been. And then you getting them straight lace stamps and all of that shit to like give you something else. And then the poker chips and the lighters and all of that shit. They gave that like that Vegas feeling to me, the poker chips and all that. like, Hell yeah, the the poker chips and then niggas always trying to open brewskis with the motherfucking bottom of the lighter. Yeah. So I made sure that I had the bottle opener on the lighter. So when a nigga drinking the brewskis and smoking that Doty, you got everything in one. It made the whole shit like an experience. And we yeah. had the area where people could take the pictures and shit in front of the step and repeat and just made it where it was like a vibe in the whole room. Like we had the people from Atlanta. And people from everywhere. My partners from Oakland. Yeah. Shit, people from overseas. Everywhere. People from... Yeah, that shit was, that shit was lit. Yeah, I'm glad I came. I'm like, that was a moment right there. Yeah, hell yeah. Trails on the album. Just to hear that smoke in the room. We just vibing. The music sounded incredible. Like, that, that, damn, that make the moment even better, seeing mm-hmm. how full circle that came, because that's basically where you met a mentor in Bonsai. Yep. And he coming and he was there. He was to there witness too. Witness the shit, like. Yep. So that's like, damn, that's a, that's a huge moment. Yep. Hell yeah, no, it was major, and everybody like loved it. Everybody had a vibe. Like, I feel like if we could do that shit everywhere we went, that shit, like, I feel like we would make everybody our fans, or we would have fans worldwide. Like, if we could bring that vibe and experience. Yeah, to like definitely. different cities and shit. Yeah, like if niggas could experience like us and their vibe into the album and just see like we got the bottles in that motherfucker, we got the smoke. Like niggas never even seen that much weed. Yeah, yeah, that was the most weed I ever passed in my life. Like <laughs> that was the most ever. Like them shits kept coming. Like it was smoking there. Like you just vibing to the music. Like, and most times was, in studios, nice like that, you can't do none of that yeah, shit. Yeah, like, that shit was, uh... Was, yeah. Um, I was like, God damn. Yeah, that was the moment. Then you went on a uh, small pro tour. tour of yeah. the West Coast. We did San Diego, L.A., Oakland, San, yeah, San Francisco, and we was in Vegas the first day. But, yeah, we just went. We did a show. Yeah. In San Diego, we did another listening party at my boy Joey's house. Yeah. Um, then we did uh Dash Radio. That interview is about to actually be aired, I think, next week mm. with Phil the Innovator. Yeah. Um then we did uh we did some promo with um OG Louie. Oh, yeah, we yeah. went to his dispensary. Met Baby Bash, uh, Piedmont, DJ Piedmont, that's the uh, Meek Mill DJ, all of them yeah, was over P-Mine, there. So, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, so like we, we all like linked with them, did some promo at his shit. Then um, we did dispensary in stores out in the Bay Area. Uh, shit, we went to Marshawn Lynch restaurant. Mm, I ain't know he had a restaurant. That shit fire, it's like fire. some soul food. 
Where's the restaurant at? In Oakland? In Oakland. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like, I actually got to post some pictures because, like, his aunt, like, run that shit. And, like, mm. I took pictures with his aunt, yeah, all that, yeah. gave him, like, the merch and all that shit. So yeah. we really, like, just went around the West yeah. Coast and, like, promoted. Yeah. We just went and touched the people. And shit, we was getting a hell of a reaction. Like, we went to the Nipsey Hustle. Yeah, Memorial. I was just about to say, touch on that uh, feeling yeah, in the Nipsey Hustle. That just Nipsey the... shit was sad, because we went on the last day that they, right before they were cleaning everything up. Yeah. So we saw them starting to pick up the candles and shit on the day that we went. Yeah. So we was able to see, like, the memorial. We They still had his car still sitting there. They had the spot where he got shot, like, marked off and shit. Like, yeah. it was right there by where his car was. Like, yeah. And really, it's crazy because, like, when you're looking at the surveillance tape shit, like, it seemed like it's so far away because how far away the surveillance is. But when you're really there in that location, like, that shit is mad close. Like, like it was hell of people out there. Like, mm-hmm. when he got killed, like, that shit, he did that in, like, broad, broad, broad daylight. Like, and the way those businesses are all lined up and set up, like, it's hella people in them motherfuckers, and you just see everything. So, like, yeah. dude did that shit so everybody could see it. Yeah. So it's wild because, like, when you think about it, how I say God will rise is what his name means. He really got killed, like, how, like, Jesus got crucified in front of, like, a crowd of people. I've seen a couple people say that he was Jesus. But, like, how he got crucified and it was, like, a crowd of motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, that's how he got killed. Like, how that shit looked and the way that the businesses and the windows is all set up and, like, where that is. Yeah. It's like being in a crowd and just a crowd of people see you get killed. Yeah. That's why there was so many people there trying to hold his head up and all that shit when he got shot. Because it's, it's, like, wide open. Like, it's where everybody can see you get killed. Yeah. So it was like that nigga, that shit really was like that. Like, and then they had like murals and like billboards of him everywhere in LA. And, yeah. But it was crazy. Um, the homegirl Sammy's, I think like a girl she used to go to college with, did one next to Earl's hot dog place. Yeah. And that shit fire as fuck. Like we went and did some photos in front of that too. And shit, Earl's hot dogs, that shit is fire. Shout out to them. It was an older lady. I don't remember her name, but she was like the owner. And like she was chopping it up with us and just saying how like the city's been sad ever since like the whole Nipsey thing. Like it's been like a morning in the air in LA. Yeah. Like it ain't been the same. But the folks out there, like they showed us so much love. Cause a lot of times in LA, because of so many artists and shit. People don't show love, but everywhere we went, niggas showed love. Like, people was buying our shirts. Mm. Niggas was, like, happy to get the poker chips and the lighters and shit. Like, they was happy to, like, go download the music. So it's been great. Like, I appreciate everybody's support and everybody that's, you know, been showing love to the album. Like, I mean, that's fans out there. You just got to get up there and and, touch them. Yeah, touch them, show them the music. Like, it's fans out there. Shit, the fact that we over 13,000 streams just on Spotify alone. Yes, sir. And we ain't done, like, no, like, press as far as, like, big name outlets. Like, we weren't on Breakfast Club or none of that type Mm -hmm. of shit. Or even had a press release to a group of media outlets. Like, so, I know once we get in the phase of, like, working the records with the DJs, like, it's a lot of shit that we still about to do to expand the music even bigger. But... 
the fact that we're doing these type of numbers streaming and like we ain't played with the numbers. Like it's been like yeah. what we really doing and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with it because it can't go down. Yeah. It can only go up from here. True. So shit, for me, I'm excited about it. Uh, we've been getting a great reception. Shit, I'm just trying to get more outlets to review that shit. Yeah. Like, because I've been getting different reviews from different people and they've been great to me. But, you know, I want to get more big outlets to start doing reviews so it can get out there and they can get more fans involved because the bigger the shit get, the bigger we go get because we ain't bogged down assigned to the white man. I know it sounds crazy, but a lot of niggas can't do shit out here because they ain't got control of their shit. Right. All right, so last, last question on the project. Favorite song? Mm. Or what song mean the most or meant the most, like, when you made it, like, that's, like, the most important, like. Well, okay. Because um, I would say it's three different ones for different reasons. And it's, and the reason I say that elevation is important because it was made so long ago but still feels current. And that, was, like, that was the... The, the crux of the album. Yeah, almost. that's like the for everything. So, but the one with my grandmother on it, it means a lot because that was like a voicemail, and then it was turned into a song. Like, and she didn't know it was gonna be a song, and really, you said she she was talking and she didn't know she was just talking in the background. Well, after she court. left the initial voicemail, she started singing. Yeah. Because she thought she hung the phone up, so she started singing, like, old Dr. Watts songs. And so, like, in the breakdown of praying, like, that singing that's happening, that's, like, me turning up, like, my grandmother. Because she's not at the phone anymore, so it's, like, that singing is her in the very, very background. So that's why, it's like, I made it sound more like it was a sample, but that was really her singing for real. Mm-hmm. And so she didn't even know that she was being recorded. Yeah. So I was able to utilize my grandmother, and then I have my homegirl Courtney on that record. So it, that that record means a lot, and then Signs means a lot because we made like a legit jazz song with rapping on it. So it's like the only person that I could think of that's do it that that's really done that shit at that level was like Andre Three Thousand. Where it was like a real jazz song. Like I have the charts of the music that was wrote out yeah. for that song. Oh, nah, I like I like that song. I like that you stop rapping and let them niggas just Play. go in for a period. They was just going in at the end. Mm-hmm. Like I be playing that shit on the way to church. Yeah. Like let them hear these shit right here. They need to hear this shit. Throw it out of my car. Like, yeah. that's just like how these yeah. niggas playing at the end of this shit. Yeah, for real. <laughs> No, and it's like that shit is like real music. Like it, and it feel like real music. So I think those three songs, to me, like I love every song on there. Like I got stories for every song, but I feel like those three probably mean the most because they absolutely cannot be duplicated. Yeah, like people can make shit like it, but it they couldn't remake that. Yeah. Any one of those records, they couldn't go remake it exactly like that because they wouldn't have the ingredients to make it yeah. what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to. So it, it would be a lot. Like, in, it's a lot of 
intricacies and that and different keyboards and different sounds that we had that made those records what it is. Even to the sky couldn't be duplicated. Yeah. It wouldn't be exactly what that is. So it's like a lot of those songs are special because people couldn't never just remake that shit. Like Flying Out the Country was recorded in a movie theater with a hundred dollar microphone and a hundred dollar interface. Yeah. And like people love that song, but that shit was like done with the cheapest shit ever. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's all that was around at the time. And I caught yeah. this idea and wanted to lay it down. So it's like each song had like all, they all have their own lives in them. So yeah. that's why I always say it's like interesting with this album because it, it ain't like, it ain't like normal shit. Like, and because we record a lot of artists and we in the studio all the time, we hear so much music and, you know, people say they're artists and shit. So it's always difficult. So when you're an engineer or a producer and you're like, I'm about to make an album, people think it's going to be one way. So making Elevation, like I knew that I was going to make, I was basically making sculptures with like plastic material. Like I still mm. never recorded in a real studio before my, my own self. I've recorded tons of artists, yeah. but I've never recorded a session in a studio. So it was like, my shit was like plastic silverware because this is a certain level and sound level that you can get having like all that extra shit, having a HD and mm -hmm. different mics and preamps and compressors and you know, yeah. different shit to your shit. So the fact that I was able to create what I did from an apartment without any of that shit, with my same laptop that I went to Full Sail with, that they gave me at Full Sail when I started, I recorded my album with that same laptop, my same microphone that I brought with me from Vegas. Like, everything was like my shit and turned it into like its own world. So I knew that I was making my own classic shit, but then like it took it over the top once the day my album dropped, and then I started seeing on my feed that it was the 25th anniversary of Illmatic, the same day, April 19th. Yeah. I didn't know that when I picked April 19th as my date. I just picked April 19th because I'm an Aries. April 19th is the last day of the Aries season, and it was Good Friday. Yeah. So I was like, I want my shit to come out on nine days after my birthday. I want that shit to be in Aries season, and it's Good Friday. Drop my shit. And then... Then I saw that it was the 25th anniversary of Illmatic, and it was just like, damn. When Illmatic came out, he changed the course of how people listen to rap music and how rap albums was made. And I feel like with the techniques, like when I start really breaking down the behind the scenes and the engineering production side of my album, start doing like those kind of videos, I feel like people are going to be even more intrigued by the album because I feel like I took that shit to another place that it, nobody's done in a while. So I just feel like this album is going to continue to grow and have life kind of like Illmatic. Like Illmatic took hell of years, 20 years to go platinum. Mm. But it did in 20 years. Yeah. So the difference is if my album take 10 years because now shit's cut in half, in 10 years, I still own the piece of my, I own my album. Each person got the piece of they publishing. Each person got all they shit. So it yeah. ain't like back then when those, when those albums, only the record labels own that shit. Yeah. So mine, when people start to figure out that, that it's real art, just like all art, 
not all art they get instantly. It takes a little while. But when they do, it's like, shit, we don't got to go through the fights. Whereas back in the day, they had to fight for that shit. And it took 20 years, 25 years to even get their shit back. Or get, yeah. It's like we already then, because they fought and did all of that shit, we don't got to do that anymore. So I'm happy that I own my shit. I was able to record my shit, produce my shit, mix it, write my own raps. Like really at this point, I like I always love music. I love everybody. Like I think all the different artists are genius with they shit and what they do. But for me now, I'm just focused on being better, a better producer and being a better rapper because really the game is wide open. Like mm-hmm. I want to I want to be in the top 5 of producer rappers. Yeah. Cuz that's an interesting list of shit. Yeah, like, it is. Kanye obviously is number one, and RZA is probably number two. J. Cole, number three. And then it gets kind of murky after that. Like, then it's really opinion after that. Mm -hmm. But really, them three got that shit on lock, lock, lock. Like, where... Hold on, you said, what, Kanye, RZA, and Cole? Is the top three producer rappers. That yeah, really yeah. can rap and make yeah, beats. Yeah, yeah. Where them other niggas probably make incredible beats and could be considered better producers. Because Timbaland, Pharrell, yeah, Dre, all the them. Best, no, they yeah. ain't the best rappers. Them yeah. niggas is the greatest producers, but they yeah. rapping shit is okay. Yeah. Um, Russ does everything, but he's not necessarily on a nigga's radar. Yeah, yeah. But he's good. He does everything, though. He, he does doesn't. everything, though, so he, he got to be respected. He produces on Everything. He record. He even masters on shit. I know he Ma- do all that shit, but I ain't but know he, he produce. But he all that shit, so that's why he got to be mentioned in the conversation. Yeah. And he's the first person to have a platinum record that he did everything on it. His album went platinum. Well, yeah, he 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 did more than them niggas then. No, he they ain't did. mixing and mastering. No, so really, he got to be on the list. And recording his shit. Everything. He yeah. did everything. So he took it further than I took it doing the mastering. But I don't necessarily listen to his shit. I have heard his music. His music good. I listen to like, it. Like, I've listened to it, but I don't... Li- like, to me, like, I'm happy with my album because I'm trying to find a balance between an Andre 3000 and Ice Cube. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to still talk gangster shit and still talk shit niggas want to hear, but still giving people messages. Whereas Russ kind of speaking for, like, kids and shit and, like, yeah. a different group of motherfuckers. Where I'm speaking for grown men, like, and I'm standing on some different type of moral shit, like on some real G shit, whereas that shit is cool, but it ain't what I'm doing. So yeah. I don't necessarily look at it, but I'll give him fourth because the accomplishments that he done. So really, I'm trying to get that fifth spot yeah. on the top producer rappers because Juicy J and all put Pharrell niggas, in there? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. He, he in there. He, so then, Russ, you can't. You gotta be yeah, six. He gotta, <laughs> you out of that got, shit, bro? Because he got an album. I mean, I would put Russ. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm trying Rip, to get that top five of that shit because it's. Like, I don't know if I, I know Rizzo too, but Rizzo ain't the the best rapper in. Man, Rizzo motherfucking I created so much shit. But like, shit he, well, yeah, nah, he was writing. So, well, he yeah, that nigga, there, man. I gotta give. RZA yeah, they couldn't run without Rizzo. Rizzo. Like, Whereas, he like, like, he couldn't do it. They wouldn't have been nothing without Rizzo. I I'm put feeling. Pharrell in there, cause, but Pharrell is an incredible producer, but 
He be writing his record too. He writing his put own out rap stuff. And he put out albums as a as solo. Yeah, he definitely did. Pharrell gotta be in that shit. Yeah, he's in there. But I rap better than Russ. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> and I wouldn't just, put him nowhere near that yet, though. No, uh, I wouldn't either. But he just accomplished something that nobody has. So that's kind of why I'm like, damn. I just he put that over there somewhere right now. Yeah, it's still special, it. but we all know where to put it in that yeah. shit. But it's like I'm working towards that because Juicy J and Manny Fresh and all them niggas, they all rapping shit, but I rap better than them, so. I'm like yeah. trying to really be in that top five producer rapper that really can rap real content. And like, I want my albums to get better and better and better. Like, yeah. Like, just like Kanye. That's why he number one to me because I feel like every album he got better. Oh, yeah. He got better. Always forming into different sounds. Yeah. And, and I feel like that shit wide open for me because I, I came out the door with some fire shit and I feel like people. Keep saying, damn, I want you to keep going. You got to keep rapping. And shit, I already got 10 songs on the playlist that I'm thinking about right now that I'm, like, working on. Hell yeah, so everybody go get that elevation. Get that shit. On Tidal, Apple Music, everywhere. Mm -hmm. Buy it on iTunes Store. Everything. They got all that shit. I'm on that bitch. uh, Trez on him. On that party. party. We about push, to push that shit. Body hey. that bitch. Uh, uh, we looking for all the baddies and, that, and everybody else. We trying to do a video. Hell yeah. That shit be lit. Yeah, we trying to go up in this party video so when we can get these DJs to get behind that shit and push it. So shit, video coming soon. If you trying to fuck with that shit, email us. Well, email us. At uh, what are we talking about podcast at Gmail. The motherfucking go stream that album. Stream that shit. Bump you, it. You helping us. You helping black business. You helping entrepreneurs. Like, our family going to benefit from this shit because we ain't got no sucker niggas taking advantage of us. So, true. go go get that shit and go rep for the culture so we can go platinum. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we got to talk about this one. Th- uh, John Singleton passed. Damn, that's sad. R.I.P. John Singleton. Hey, you know what? Shout out Nori because Nori and EFN did a great interview with John Singleton last year. Oh, yeah. And I went back and I watched it when it came out, but I went back and watched it like after he died. And they got a lot of good stories out of him. And like they really, really bigged him up. Like Nori kept making a point to telling him like, yo, bro, like I respect you. I'm glad I can tell you this shit like right now. Yeah. So it was like, damn, that was awesome to see it after the fact too. Like, damn, he really bigged him up like while he was here to appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. He was, uh, he had that uh, show that's pretty good out right now. (laughs) That motherfucker come back in July. Yeah, yeah. So that's. That was the most fire shit on TV. Yeah, yeah. Like Shit. So that's must gonna be done after this one then. Uh, no, they ever have to get another. Uh, they ain't gonna have that same. It probably might not be the same. Like she so yeah. gotta end that motherfucker. You know how show would be once the writers change and shit it don't like be that. Right. It's, yeah, it just because you can't be in their head like it's just different. He said some real shit though, because you know I've been thinking about the movies and shit. Because I only said I'm only doing a trilogy of albums. That's why it's like I, my next two albums gotta be so fire. That I can only do three albums. Yeah. Mm. Like, that's my thing. Like, I only want to make three albums. I know Jay-Z said that shit one time and he got like 18 albums. But (laughs) I feel like 
I want to make movies. And John Singleton in that interview said, if you want to make movies, you got to go back to the start of film. You got to study from the start of film yeah. all the way up to all of that, that shit that's going on just so you will understand why people are doing the different shit they're doing and then have that honest intensity and rawness. And like he said, niggas ain't got that rawness right now. And yeah. I feel like with my album, that shit's so raw, emotion and raw honesty, I feel like I can translate that shit to the screen, but I need to understand the true principles and values of film before I can really make that jump. I feel like I've, I won't say mastered, but I've un I understand making music now to a certain point where I feel like I got to now get to the master level of making music so I can then transition to making movies. Yeah, because film, film is interesting. It's a lot of work in film. Yeah. It take a lot. Like you, I know everybody know Game of Thrones been on. Mm -hmm. It's like I ain't one, never seen one episode, but I, I understand the hoopla. It's like one episode. It took them like like they made history. Whenever how long it took them to shoot it, the hours. Mm. Like this little battle is this battle that they doing. And let me see. I'm gonna look it up. Game of Thrones. My boy Jeff, shout out Jeff. That nigga fuck with Game of Thrones. Like. I do too, heavy. I've been watching that shit since it came out, like like years ago. I think we've been watching that shit for like eight years now. Mm. Or ten years, matter of fact. I think it took them two years to make like one one of the seasons. Yeah, see, I gotta get on that shit. Yeah, that's I I I it's one of the best. I'll say one. It might be the best show ever. What? It might be the best. That shit better than The Wire. Yeah, no, it definitely got The Wire for sure. For real? Yeah, cause it's it's like everything, and it's and then I was I was watching the interview cause they made this off of books. Hmm. Like the dragon and the, the the uh the author is George R. R. Martin. I don't know if you never heard of him. Mm -mm. That made me start thinking about minds, cause I'm listening to the interview and this guy, he created this whole. It, this is in his head. He like he created a whole world, a whole where he got languages. He created languages. Damn, like all type of shit, like all this. He like he went big. He got dragons in there. He got like he had to create different cities and name them. Like and I'm like, damn, the people so he elaborate. Some, yeah, I'm like, some people minds are just. That's how I fuck with the Wu Tang Clan. I'm like, his mind is just different. Like for him, nigga, he created a whole world with. He had the name. Like he got all the characters a name like weird. And it's like, how could you just think of that name? Damn, they shot up Yo Gotti's tour bus multiple times after concert in Nashville. Oh, I thought rolling out. I'm like, they going crazy and rolling out. No, this is. I guess where Gotti when he left Atlanta doing that concert. Mm. Nigga shot his bus up in Tennessee. Yeah, I told y'all I was not going to be. Mm -hmm. The niggatry was definitely in the building. Yeah, it rolling loud. Yeah, they on some super niggatry with that shit. So it took them niggas 11 weeks to shoot this one episode. 750 people. Damn. Oh, that shit real. So I look at it like I'm looking at his mind and how much it takes. To make a film, like just to make that shit, it takes a lot just to create. And they need so many people to make a 
movie. Like you need so many. Like you was breaking it down. You need so many motherfucking people just to make it. Yeah, that's I'm like shit. I wanna eventually get into that. Hell yeah! So John Singer, Pat, what was your favorite movie by? Mm. Baby Boy, Boys in the Hood. All of them that you name. <laughs> I like Baby Boy though. I ain't gonna lie. To Baby, Baby Boy was that shit. Baby Boy is hard. Motherfucking scrub. That nigga Snoop with that young yeah. boy kicked his sport over. Yeah, all his movies are pretty classic. Yeah, hell yeah. Higher Learning, I liked it, but I ain't like Michael Rappenport for years. Uh-huh. <laughs> Michael I like Ice Cube and Buster whooping on the white boys' ass. That yeah. motherfucker, though. Yeah. The Fast and the Furious he did was good. Oh, yeah, definitely. Shit, Hustle and Follow was good. Oh, yeah, damn, yeah. Hustle and Flow. Yeah, he is that. Rest in peace, John Singleton, man. Rest in peace. Uh, All right, we're trying to get up out of here. Let's see. We got uh, Farrakhan. They, they, they banned him on social media. Man. Uh, what you think going on there? Like, what they they trying to censor? Yeah, they trying to make the shit. Having free thought, they want the black man to stay safe. Yeah. Shit, I love the Honorable Minister, Farrakhan. Like, yeah. shit, I'm not Muslim, but I follow him. Shit, I went to the march. I used to study his DVDs a lot, especially um, when I was in Vegas. I used to study his shit heavy. Like, this OG at my job. Hit me off like 20 DVDs one time. I was like, mm. study this young man. He was a dude from the Air Force. Yeah. He gave me like 20 Farrakhan DVDs. And I just like got on that shit. And I like fucked with him ever since. And he done a lot for the black man. He done a lot for, I know it's self-esteem, but he gave black man a lot of self-esteem when the white man was trying to quench our esteem. Yeah, and how we felt about ourselves. Like he made niggas feel empowered, and he taught us how to fend for ourselves, grow our own food, mm-hmm. everything. Like be self sufficient completely, where we do not need the white man's ecosystem at whatsoever. And I feel like when you represent shit like that, especially in a time where it's white men trying to regain power, you don't want to hear the voice of people that's empowering, like. I wouldn't be surprised if the, if the LAPD allegedly didn't pay Cuz to kill Nipsey. Because it wasn't about no gang shit. They paid it because he's spe- preaching empowerment. And right yeah. now, if you have people from higher ups giving the word down to the police to make sure this person don't go home, make sure this person get planted with some shit, make sure this person get knocked off and don't worry about it, I feel like they'll do that. So... I feel like anybody that's preaching true empowerment, they find ways to infiltrate and tear you down or make you look like you got a black eye and shit. So people of the world that ain't enlightened will turn on you. So in the way that they can make it justifiable is, well, we got to try to get a couple white motherfuckers too that we don't fuck with, shut their shit down so it can justify the fact you shutting down the only one true black leader living in this world. Yeah. All these other niggas is black people that can get certain groups of motherfuckers together, but it's only one man that could get all black niggas on one page. That's Farrakhan. Yeah. So you got to try to silence that black man that's preaching that true shit. Like, they talk about anti-Semitic and all that type of shit, but 
Man, ain't no ain't nobody saying shit on Jewish people stopping Jewish motherfuckers from getting money. Yeah. But shit that white people say on black people all the time can stop us from getting money. Stop our family, stop all that shit. So that's just that cop out shit. That's that oh well see this is going on. So then give me my ball, I'm going home. Yeah. That's what they be doing. So they don't want a black man to really be out here on some shit. Like, and then they have you ostracized, paint you crazy like Kanye. Like, they have you out here looking crazy. So if a nigga doing too much, they going to do certain things to, like, silence you. So I just feel like they don't want, they don't want a black man to really be empowered. They'll always say we using excuses why we can't empower ourselves. But I feel yeah. like when we mobilize and when we go to empower ourselves, we're hit with shit that like roadblocks that white men ain't hit with and shit that they put in our way that we have to overcome. And if you're not necessarily financially in the position or shit like that, certain roadblocks can shut your whole shit down. Yeah. So I feel like if, if it's sad to say, but black men, if you're going to, mobilize and really build you got to do it the grassroots way we can't do it loud we can't do it on social media i feel like for us to go back to the times where we're winning and go back to being in control we gotta go to the street go city to city Mm. be quiet utilize the Instagram and the social media to call out injustice, but we can't post what we're doing for the world to see. Like, we have to take the revolution like how we did hip-hop in the early days. Like, I remember a time when hip-hop, especially on MTV, like on um, Yo! MTV Raps and shit like that, when it first was starting to be on TV like that, on Beta, watching that shit, and it was like a thing like my parents, well, not my parents, but my mom wasn't on that shit. Older black people of that generation, that time of hip-hop wasn't like connected to that shit. Yeah. They was R&B. So rap was a thing. If you had uncles, if you had close friends, if you had people that was really a part of a culture, like even like weed smoking, like Weed smoking back in the day was looked at like crazy. Like if you were smoking weed, niggas was looking crazy. Like yeah. I smoked weed for the first time twenty years ago, nineteen ninety nine was my first time hitting a blunt. Yeah, joint, all that shit it was ninety nine. So twenty years ago. So mm. back then, niggas wasn't niggas looked at you crazy if you were smoking weed and shit like that. It wasn't acceptable. So I feel like rap back then was like its own sub world yeah in within the world and now it's the whole fucking world is rap so it ain't the same whereas if we want to make a change in the world we got to do it back how it used to be with the hip-hop shit and only be on our shit and do it the grassroots way the quiet way start buying up the shit like envy doing like you doing buy up the property bob you know the towns start teaching agriculture and teaching motherfuckers how to plant food and how to like grow their own shit and how to get away from eating meat like we gotta get away from eating meat and getting more in the plant base yeah that's a I was studying that lady the Dr. Sebi yeah uh, did you see the interview with his uh 
His wife, his son, and then uh, was his son and his his uh, wife. Yeah, the first on one. Sway. Yeah, no, no, on Hot ninety seven when they. Was... I ain't watched the Hot ninety seven. You know I don't fuck with Hot ninety seven. Yeah, that was one but... somebody sent me, but they were just talking about how uh, the other, like he had the company, but that's not them. Like it's uh, like they just they got they he he can't guarantee that they got the right products, but they got like different companies of his father, so they still selling them, but it ain't actually mm. them. And he gave like the real website of where you can get this. I forgot what it was called. Yeah, he did. His wife did an interview on Sway. So Which one? Like did... the first one? Probably the first one, cause he, cause I think his other wife is selling it too. But it was like his first wife is the one who started with him and with helped come up with this. I think so. She was on Sway. Yeah, she did an interview on Sway, like. That's the website I wouldn't order shit from. Like, I had ordered a bunch of shit from Dr. Savvy then. Yeah, I'm going to order some stuff I've been looking at. I'm definitely going to order I spent stuff. about 300 with them. Yeah. Got all kind of shit. Yeah, I'm But that order. shit real, though. Like, but I feel like if we start teaching black men that and our kids that shit to get away from their meat so we can stop dying and getting away from worried about their food, like... Even if we could grow our own weed, all that shit, like because I feel like now they gonna start tampering with the weed shit. They gonna start doing a bunch of funny shit. Yeah, I think so. So we gotta start doing this shit in silence, cause then before you know it, then they can look up and then we ready. We gotta start really teaching like how to defend ourselves. The Honorable Minister Farrakhan had the FOI, the Fruit of Islam, is one of the biggest militaries in America. Mm. They over two hundred thousand strong. Yeah, they trained by real military. Yeah, people. They really like in sync. Like we need that kind of shit. Like we gotta have weapons, all that kind of shit. So it's like, I feel like that is what the black man needs to do. That needs to be our black agenda: is stay low, keep firing, and we need to start doing this shit in silence. We don't need Al Sharpton no more. We don't need all that loud shit because really we could DM each other and yeah, WhatsApp each other, whatever yeah. the fuck we got to do to stay mm -hmm. off the grid and still co communicate yeah. without the white man paying attention. But we got to figure out those ways. So we need the tech black guys to be building some sort of like off the grid communication. Then we need the agricultural people and the people that's like grew up with the green thumb, like in the people in the South that know mm -hmm. how to really do that yeah, kind of shit. True, true. We need them to be on that kind of shit and start teaching the next generation. And then we need the niggas that's knowing how to really move the culture financially. We need them teaching the other half of the youngsters how to do this shit. And I feel like that's the agenda that black people need to work on to really yeah. change what's going on in the world. If we don't do that, and we just stay doing the shit for ourselves and doing, you know, what we do, eventually we're going to be back on the same shit. Yeah. And they're going to be taking us over because then once the paper money don't mean shit, and then they find new ways to hold shit over our head. Just like that movie with Justin Timberlake, The End Time, where they oh, yeah, had yeah. the time on their arm. Mm -hmm. One, like once money don't mean shit no more and then it's that time. time means some shit, then they're going to find that way, then we're going to be fucked. So then... Yeah, that was real interesting, scary. Kind of a little scary, though, too, to be like, damn, like, I got 
it's still a, a, a levels of that shit. Like it's like people at the bottom, people at the top. These people got time that they don't even want no more. Yeah, like they got this much time, nigga. You got goddamn uh, fifteen minutes. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> like God, they damn. made us hate ourselves and love their wealth. Like yeah. that Kanye line is real as fuck because they. That shit is real, like, and that's what they, I feel like they doing right now. Like, they killing hella black people on t- on Instagram and shit, like, every day. Like, how they killed the pregnant lady yesterday up in Texas. Shot her down. Like, it's Man. been all over Instagram. Like, shot the lady. She's telling him, I'm pregnant. He pop, pop, pop. Damn. Like, because he lost his taser and shit and then went for his gun and, like, mm-hmm. popped the lady. And then it's a nigga across the street taping the whole thing. And he just like, damn, he popped the ass. And all this, and it's like, damn, you let that nigga do it. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, he popped the ass. And all that type of shit. Like, but it's like they doing that shit so yeah, a nigga gotta, be scared. Might pop back at police. Yeah, for that, real. That they gonna shoot that dr- first. That nigga on that drive-by was popping back. Whoever that was. For he was real. out the car popping back. But yeah, that's... No, nah, but that's why niggas got to get trained on how to act. Get trained on the rules, like it need to go back to like the Black Panthers and all that different type of shit. Niggas need to know their rules, know yeah. the law. Niggas yeah. need to know this shit, because yeah. then when you like that, they want to kill you. Yeah. You see that post I put the other day with uh, where in Philly how they bombed the house of them people that was oh, doing yeah, what yeah, we talking about. Mm-hmm. They went through and just blew it up, and thirty years later they still ain't fixed that section of Philly. Yeah, I think that's the. Uh... You just said it. That might be the most thing we lack, like not knowing the laws and systems. That might be bigger than everything. You can say about money and everything, but I think that's what they got. Anybody they, that they the top people, that's what they got. They know how to work in America. They know the system, the laws. They know the tax cut. Like Trump ain't pay fucking eight, ten years. He ain't pay tax, and he a billionaire. Like he know the fucking. Shit, you know the cuts and And they know how to talk to us and promise us certain shit to make us believe to keep working. Yeah. And really, you think about it. Black people built the country doing what? Physical labor. Physical. Doing doing agriculture. Yeah. Doing, like, fucking with the cotton and all that kind of shit. Yeah. That built the wealth of this country. Mm -hmm. So why don't we do that shit for ourselves? Yeah. That's how these white people are in position to be this rich. They just suckered us to do this shit for free. But that is what established the foundation of wealth for this whole entire country. So what if we started buying up land and starting to plant our own cotton, plant our own food? Yeah. Not getting cows and shit like that. Because we don't want none of that shit. We don't need their milk or fucking meat. Mm-hmm. Like... When a nigga start wanting to think like that, then we're going to see how the white man start acting. They're going to always just give you the, the motherfucking lip service every election because they know a nigga ain't going to do shit. And what do they say every election? Oh, all of the candidates go to middle America where all the factories are and all of the, the farms are. Yeah. Because that's the foundation of America. If that shit shut down, think every time it's always some, a scare with that shit, the government bails those people out instantly. Yeah. Every single time. But if the automotive or any of that other shit come, yeah, they did an automotive bailout, but 
really, they ain't really fucking with all that other shit like they are the agriculture and the real land of this country. Yeah. Like, that shit, they ain't never letting go out of style. And that's why all the presidents go there to promote and they go campaign there every time it's an election yeah. because they care about that shit. Yeah, that shit important. That's the important shit of America. That's the heartbeat. And then they know if they can get their hands on the weed shit first, that's now the other big thing. Mm -hmm. another thing that comes from the earth. So they want to be on top of all the shit from the earth. That's the foundation of wealth. And then buying the land with the real estate shit. So really, if black people get on that shit, we can change. If not, we going to always work for them. That's true. That's a fact. What we're talking about podcast. Convo. Mm -hmm. Um. Glad to be back. Latrez, the engineer, still here. Same on Instagram. Yep, International GT. Still on there. We got Straight Lace ENT on Instagram. Go follow that shit. Yes, sir. Yeah, we on all platforms with the music elevation. You got to put GT Elevation in or click the link in my bio, any of those pages. And it's a link tree with all the links to the videos and all the links that got the album and shit. Uh yeah, we on all platforms, uh, straightlaceent.com. You can buy the album or you can buy it on iTunes or Amazon or any of that shit. Go support black business, not just my business, any black business. Because just because Killer Mike did the show, he's, he meant that shit. Every Friday, go support a black business. Yeah. It could be a restaurant, barbershop, whatever, like something. Go support that shit. Support it. Support us. You can come get your music done by us. You can... Get some real estate. You can motherfucking get some music. You can get any yeah. of that shit. But it's like support black business. But black people do good business. And people will support you. So True. there it is. All right, we out. <laughs>